Hey guys, how's it going? So I just sat down and I got finished planning out my week. And I really started to put more focus on what it is that I need to do this week to complete my week. Like, for instance, I know for Go Journaling, what I really want to do is get this full episode out for the podcast. Now, this is actually going to be a pretty wild week for me, all things considered. I got two big client projects going on right now, as well as a million other little things. We got tax season coming up on the 14th, so I got to prepare for that, which I'm actually already mostly done. So, literally, all I have to do is mail a letter. But really, sitting down and deciding what it is that's going to complete my week. Just and really thinking about what it is that I want the end of the week to look like. This is just so gosh darn important because it's so easy to just look at a list of things to do and think, you know, I'll do this, or eh, I'll do that, or I'll do that. And doing that in the moment is okay, but you tend to drift a little bit more than you probably should when you do your planning in the moment like that. So what I'm definitely finding is it is so important to not only daily but also weekly, you know, ask yourself, well first ask yourself, what do I need to do to complete my week? And of course every day you need to ask yourself, okay, what do I need to do to complete my day? It's a whole different way of looking at how you're processing your task list. Instead of asking, what am I going to complete today? You ask, what would complete my day? And the whole goal of this new mindset, this new idea of approaching your day-to-day activities is you're on the fear side you're making sure that you're not going to bed at night with a sick feeling in your gut like you, you got nothing done. But on the plus side, you're, you're actually getting things done that matter to you. And things are actually moving forward in life. And it's just been a very, very exciting devel- development. Building this and tweaking this. And I'm most excited, of course, too, about just this podcast because... It just gives me a whole new way to communicate my ideas and share with you guys what I learn and what I'm doing and you know how I can better share this incredible information that I'm finding with you, which is really my goal here and really what I want to do. I really want to I really want to share this information. Help us all grow as a whole. You know, there's just so much good that can come from all this all this knowledge, all these things that I'm learning. And I don't want to enjoy them alone. And this is where the weekly podcast thing is gonna be so important and so valuable. Like, yeah, I got my blog, and the blog is great, but I think this will be a whole new level of communication between myself and you. So, thank you. You know, thank you for swinging by. Thank you for bettering yourself, which, you know, ultimately you're bettering not only yourself, but the world around you. You know, there's just so many beautiful things going on. And it all starts with 
personal growth, personal education, you know, make, making not only yourself, but the world just a slightly better place because you're making yourself slightly better. So looking forward to future episodes, looking forward to future recordings, definitely looking forward to what I'm going to write down and what I learned on Monday. So I'll talk to you then. Take care. Hey guys, how's it going? Devin here. Today is April 1st, and no, I'm not pulling your leg. This is no joke. I'm actually continuing to do my podcast on what I learned each day, which is really, really exciting. So today I learned that comfort is a loser's game. Now that may sound like kind of an odd thing to think about, ponder, or even accept as fact, but Let me kind of explain it a little bit. So where I've gotten this idea that comfort is not really something to be striving for is that I'm actually reading a book right now called The Alchemist, which is a very beautiful little read. It's a it's a it's a novel about a little Spaniard that goes and does some pretty cool things in his life. But anyways, one of the things that's mentioned and talked about in that book is The book is all about the achievement of your dreams and your passions and all that good stuff. And one thing that's noted is when people get too comfortable, their dreams tend to fall onto the back burner. And I kind of thought about that a lot and really pondered my own life and working out how that would relate to things that I've learned in the past. And one of the things that actually came to mind is a book that I read called Essentialism, which is a very fantastic read. And one of the most important fundamentals of a good essentialist is that you are able to create buffers for yourself. Now, what do I mean by buffers? A buffer is when you create space. So for instance, financial buffers would be like having a thousand dollars in your backup bank account at all times, just in case something happens. That way, if something does happen, good thing I had that thousand bucks sitting there. Otherwise I'd be in, uh, you know, going down Poop Creek without a paddle. But, you know, there's all sorts, but there's also other buffers. So like, you know, for instance, I don't ever set meetings back to back to each other. I always allow at least an hour of time between my meetings to make sure that I have plenty of time to prepare and make it to my meetings. And I always give myself at least at least bare minimal 30 minutes to get to any meeting that I need to go to, even though all my meetings are at least 15 minutes away from each other. You know, that's creating buffers. Now where being too comfortable can be damaging to be creating buffers is so say your monthly bills are you know know them to be say two thousand dollars a month you know you'll go ahead and go out and woohoo you know it's the 20th of the month i made two thousand dollars i'm just going to take the rest of the week off or the rest of the month off well that's great you've achieved your goal you've achieved comfort but how comfortable are you going to be next month when okay shoot we gotta do this all over again 
and you did not put in any effort to manage and maintain a good buffer for yourself because you got too comfortable. Now, of course, you know, then we can pull this in the other direction and say, well, what if you're getting, what if you expand the, what if you expand comfort a little bit? What if, uh, what if comfortable to you is having comfortable, well-designed and well-developed buffers? And that would make total sense too. So definitely, yes. So maybe buffer, maybe comfort isn't totally a loser's game. But it definitely shouldn't be the only game played, I feel. This is something that should come as an effect of your achievement, of your growth. So comfort is the feeling that you feel when you know that things are improving, even ever so slightly. But comfort and staying still is is very hard, very destructive. I mean, as my dad put it when I was young, if you're not growing, you're dying. And that makes total sense. And the reason why is because even numerically speaking, zero is an awfully small number between positive infinity and negative infinity. So breaking even might as well not even exist. You know, no matter how slight or how small the growth or diminishing may be. So, what I definitely learned today is beware of comfort. And this also applies to, I mean, I've, for the most part, cut out YouTube from my daily activities, with the exception of in the evenings, you know, where I'll watch videos that I'll download, and that's about it. And even then, only when I'm with my girlfriend. And the... Where that has been so beneficial for me is, so watching YouTube during the day just got me way too comfortable. And I wasn't striving to get things done. I wasn't striving to make things happen. You know, I was just watching YouTube and passing time when I really should have been doing other things and getting other things done. But now that I've removed that, that comfort, I'm finding that more fulfilling things are happening. Like way more fulfilling things are happening. Today was amazing as an example. I think I may have found a partner to help me develop my web development side of my professional life. And this is, this is huge. And this probably would not have happened if I was, if my mind was constantly drunk on the silliness of YouTube. So get, getting, getting out of the comfort zone, not being too comfortable. And, you know, and I think Jordan Pearson talks about this a little bit too, you know, you always want to be one foot in order, one foot in chaos. So, be comfortable, but not too comfortable. Let things get chaotic, but not too chaotic. And I guess that's really part of the balancing act of life is figuring out where that point is for us all. You know, what comfort is just enough so that we're satisfied? Or maybe the words satisfied is not the right word, but just enough comfort so that we're not uncomfortable, but we're excited and happy. Anyways, that about does it for what I learned today. Looking forward to the next one tomorrow. Take care.
Hey guys, how's it going? Devin here. We had a very beautiful Tuesday afternoon today. I believe the weather was hitting about 50 degrees. Well now it's getting a little bit closer to evening. It's about 7 o'clock and it's looking a little rainy out, but that's okay. This rain is nothing compared to the snow that I guess we're going to be having here soon on Saturday, I think it is, but that's alright. I'm glad we got to experience some beautiful weather this week. Anyways, so let's get to what I learned today. And what I learned today I thought was pretty darn cool. And what I learned is that there are greater pleasures if you wait. Now, of course, this is something I've known. But there's one... There's, there's a pretty major difference between knowing something and experiencing something. And today, I really got to experience that. So, I went and got a, got a massage at a massage therapist today. And this massage would not have been possible if I was continuously buying cafe drinks. Now, cafe drinks are something that I've been trying to quit for quite some time. And to go and experience the benefit of not purchasing those cafe drinks was something pretty beautiful to behold because it can be such a struggle to not give in to those small but wasteful pleasures and not experience and not see what it's really costing you what what you're losing because you're getting those things what this actually reminds me of I remember reading in a book about instant gratification and how one of the struggles, or, or not one of the struggles, one of the experiments that was done on instant gratification was there was a group of children uh, in a classroom, and the experiment was quite simple. They were each presented with a marshmallow, and the teacher was going to leave the room. If the children could refrain from eating their marshmallows for 10 minutes, they would be giving another marshmallow. Now, how's that for incentive? You know, you wait 10 minutes and you'll get double what you had before. Unfortunately, most of the children could not wait 10 minutes. You know, they're like, I guess, five, six years old. So <laughs> how can you blame them? But some did, some did. And apparently they were followed by the researchers and they kept an eye on the ones that were able to, do, to delay gratification versus the ones that weren't. And they found that the ones that were able to, do, to delay gratification were the ones that typically were able to do pretty darn well for themselves. And this makes total sense. And another thing that I can kind of relate this to is Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. In his book, he talks about the importance of how wealthy people don't work for money. They, they work to learn. They work to figure out new things. And to not work for money, to work knowing that the risk is there, that you may never get paid back for your work, that is an embodiment in its own unique way of delayed gratification. Because it's like, yeah, I'm, you know, like starting a business, for instance. You know, we all go through this at some point when you start a business. You know, you put in hours and hours and hours of work into building something. 
that may or may not even pay off. So that's like the ultimate delayed gratification is, you know, you don't even know if you're going to get a payback from it. You're just doing it. And, you know, that, that to me is pretty amazing. The fact that you can, that delaying gratification in certain unique and uh, constructive ways can bring about so much of a benefit. The whole cafe drink thing for me is obviously a very tangible and measurable thing and something I can definitely depend on. Unlike the business development example I just used. I mean, it's, it's measurable, you know. Which would, you, which would I rather have? A hundred bucks every month or a hundred bucks in cafe drinks every month? Well, duh, it'd be nice to have an extra hundred bucks, but it's just so cool to see it go to, it, 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 it's made it more real for me to have something that the money goes towards and to see the benefits of what that money goes towards versus just the in, instant gratification every day of those of those drinks of the you know something that I'm gonna forget about 10 minutes after I finish it versus the whole massage therapy thing which is going to keep me healthier and I'll be able to experience and appreciate a healthier body for a longer time anyways that's about it for today's episode hopefully what I shared today was helpful to you and can help you out in some way shape or form That about does it. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, how's it going? Devin here. Today I'd like to talk to you about sticking to what you're good at. Because that's why I learned today, sticking to what you're good at. My web development business has been pretty exciting over the past couple of days and the reason why is because I've been really defining and nailing down what it is that I can do well and crunching it all into one simple, easy to present service, setting up a simple list of procedures to perform the business and all these other incredible things that will just make what I give so much more useful for my web development clients and actually make it easier for me to manage too. It's something that with the right pushing and the right setup can just do so much, so, so very much. And uh, I, was, I was actually very lucky because today I met with a good friend who is all about sales and he gave me some incredible pointers on setting this thing up. So the big thing about this whole system, though, is that it focuses on and doubles down on what my business is good at, on what my web development company is really, really good at, and that is producing small business websites. Its aim is to get those done and in a respectable like they well, more than respectful they, they look great uh, format in as quickly and as short as time as possible and as affordably as possible because of this you know I these can be sold at a very very reasonable rate 
and I'm just very, very excited as to the future of my web development company and what that entails with this with this new service in place. The big thing about it, though, is, like I said, and I'll say it again, focusing on what you're good at. In the past, I'd do jobs for clients that, you know, were just too general. And we can't be too general. You, you, you can't be general in what you do. You can't just take anything. Because when I would go into a relationship with a client where we do not have a specific list of things and benefits that I'm going to bring them, and they just want to pay me to quote-unquote work on something, neither one of us are ever satisfied. Because they don't... What they're working on really, what they want me to work on at the end of the day really isn't high value activity in the first place. And then they receive the bill and then their heart drops because they're like, how could this possibly be so expensive? It's like, well, it is. It's like, I'm sorry. And that's, that's part of selling time instead of providing a valuable service. And I want to get away from that. I want to be able to provide my clients with something valuable, something great. And that's that's what this is turning into for my web development business. In my journaling, it's really become valuable because I'm I'm taking on more and more projects right now. And of course, I'm getting very, very proficient at managing my projects. I mean, today. So whenever, you, here's another tip. when If you're starting to feel stressed and overwhelmed, just make yourself a complete list of everything that you have to do. Just go back into your previous pages and take all of your open tasks and just list them all out. And then organize them a little bit. You know, take 20 minutes, a half hour just to organize your task. And then that can act, that, I mean, definitely for me, it takes a huge, huge load off your shoulders because then you're not all anxious and worked up over oh god what do I gotta do well what you gotta do is right in front of you and then your brain can then go through the next step of okay what am I gonna do about it now that I know what I gotta do what am I gonna do about it and that's definitely been the past couple weeks things are starting to pick up like crazy and uh, I have a couple of uh, deals with that's outside of my web development business and go journaling that are starting to pan out and you know, there's definitely a lot to keep track of, and my journal is invaluable as a tool to keep track of all that and make sure things are continually moving forward. Anyways, that's about it for today's uh, segment on what I learned today. In summary, you know, figure out what you're good at and stick to it, because you'll be happier because you're doing stuff you love. Your clients, customers, whatever, the people that you're doing it with or for, they'll be happier because they'll be getting a good quality product or service or whatever from you. And it just, it just seems to make life so much easier. That's about it. You know, I do go journaling because at the end of the day, I really love to teach. And I actually come from... Um, two lines, long lines of teachers on both sides of my family. And, you know, my father, he has his martial arts studio. My my aunts, you know, teach in some form or another mostly. And 
it's just uh just a good fun thing to do and i'm glad i'm doing this all right take care guys bye hey guys how's it going devin here well i got some fantastic news that snow never came this is probably the most beautiful day that we've had this year it's probably a very comfortable 55 60 degrees which if you're not from michigan then you know if you're like from florida that's probably freezing cold to you but this is like shorts and uh, t-shirt weather for us so i'm actually walking around outside right now enjoying the weather doing my my last podcast of this week and i gotta say it was a it was a very exciting week I was thinking about this before sitting down and planning out this podcast. I said, you know, I go throughout the week and I do what I learned today. And I should end each week with what I learned that week. And I definitely have something that I learned this week that is standing out very, very sharply in my mind. So I went and got a new audiobook this week. It was recommended to me by a friend but I've known about it for quite some time it's a classic it's called meditations by Marcus Aurelius and it's just a lot of Marcus Aurelius's thoughts and his ideas and his interest in the world and how it works and it's just full of really good stuff there was one piece in that book though at least I'm not finished with it yet I'm still working on it but there was one piece in there that really stood out to me and the first quote-unquote book i think there's like five books compiled into the one book the piece that stood out was he was talking about things he was thankful for and one of the things that he expressed that he was really thankful for was he got to live most of his life thinking about things that mattered and he did not get caught up in needless logical puzzles or amusements and that really rang out to me and really got me uh, pondering and especially how applicable that is today and most especially my work in digital minimalism and making sure that you're thinking about things that matter which by the way that that actually originated from about three probably almost four years ago now when i listened to the strangest secret in the world by earl nightingale throughout the week i've of course been very careful about what technology i use now on the weekends i visit my parents and you know that's when i'll veg out and you know watch some youtube and usually that's about it i don't have video games anymore i've since removed those and what i've had to learn to accept is So my goal is to completely eliminate my dependency of entertainment technology. Now, of course, you have to understand that it took you, well, it took you, it took me years to develop this dependency. So it's going to take, you know, probably years to completely break it as well, and that's okay. But I vegged out a lot this weekend. Um, it was from about Saturday night to Sunday afternoon today. And then I was able to turn back on all my blockers and all my uh, restrictors so that I, I didn't get caught up in it any more than I had to. And now that I'm free from it, I'm out here doing this podcast. But now I'm really able to sit back and reflect on the effect that 
restricting my technology had on my week. And the truth of the matter is some really amazing things happened. I got to work on some, I, get, I got to develop an amazing relationship with my new sales friend. And he's doing a lot to support me in the development of play-free technologies. And I'm also really, uh, you know, and that's, and that's, you know, taken off in new directions now. I just sent him an email today in regards to that. And then also there's the, uh, there's Go Journaling itself, this podcast. This podcast probably wouldn't be possible if I was still caught up watching YouTube constantly. You know, and then as well too, just have, having the ability to to focus on something, to do something. I realized that today, so throughout the week, I had no problem taking action and doing things. But then today, after watching the you know the YouTube, as it were, for like goodness, I don't know, probably at least eight or ten hours, an obscene amount of time between the two days. I re- I have realized I had a couple of things I wanted to do today, three very simple little things, and I was really, really anxious to start them. I was nervous, like, uh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. Like, then I said, said to myself, Devin, you know, why are you thinking like this? These are not big deals. These are really simple to do. You can do these, you know, just in a snap. You can do them in probably less than an hour. What are you worried about? And I, I do not feel that way when I'm away from the technology. I do not feel that way when I'm not losing myself in entertainment. And, you know, these, these important things are constantly being do- hopelessly delayed because I'm... Experience, I'm watching, you know, uh, video game stuff or something like that. You know, it's, it's, the, the brain, it really boils down to, like, your natural state or your default state. You know, if you, if you allow your brain to just do what it does, you know, it, it, it will help you move life forward. But if you allow things such as video games, YouTube, and all that stuff to, become your default state you know then then things just don't happen and it's it's really painful it becomes very painful over a long period of time so i guess really what i learned this week is how destructive all that really is how just one week has made so many significant changes and it was it's really just because I put blockers on my computer and on my phone so I couldn't view YouTube with exception of like three hours during the day. And even then I would totally forget that I could watch them during those hours and then you'll not even miss it. My next step is, so during the, during the evenings I would still take out my, uh, I would save videos onto a external hard drive and take them home and watch them. Oh, now I'm, I'm thinking my next step is to delete those. Because once I delete those, then, you know, I'm, I need to focus. I need to think. You know, I can allow my mind to naturally think about what moves life forward. It definitely isn't easy, but this is definitely building a far better life, a far more fulfilling life for myself. You know, it's like the, 
the instant gratification, you know, fulfills you in the moment. But to have, to do something that gratifies you for days, months, or even years, and you, and you compound doing those things on a constant basis, you know, that's pretty incredible. Well, I guess that's pretty much it. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm walking around and I'm about eight feet from a goose right now. So if I scream, you'll know what happened. But anyways, that's about it. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye.